Hey, it's Anne-Marie, and I'm both honored and delighted that you are here. And I assume that you're here because you're an expert or you're a specialist in your field, yet despite your expertise, you still feel like the world's best kept secret. And you're looking to build your reach and your visibility with a podcast or even possibly live streaming. So you're here doing some research. Well, you're in the right place because today the tables are turned. I'm being interviewed by my colleague Carmen Williams who in actual fact live streamed this interview so you're listening to this audio version the video version is available on the show notes www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ITL61 ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ITL61 we're pretty much live streaming all of my interviews now but before we dive into today's interview if you're a regular listener or if this is your very first time hey if you gained something from today's show would you do me a favor I'd so appreciate you leaving us a review over on annemariecross.com forward slash review it'll take you over to Apple podcast and if you're not yet part of our community of change makers over on Facebook, come on over. There's some great discussions happening, some business building, weekly trainings. And now, of course, whenever I'm recording interviews with guests, you're going to know ahead of time who's coming up, what topic we're going to cover so that you can join me live and get to ask your very own questions through the chat functions. Plus, in one of my most recent recordings with a guest that's coming up later this month, we showed some diagrams and they were incredibly insightful as she spoke about her topics. Guess what? You don't get to see that on an audio version. So come across podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash community, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash community. And the next time we do our free five-day online profitable podcasting intensive, which is our challenge, which is coming up again in August, it means you're going to be the first to know as well. So get on inside that community because all of the good stuff is happening inside the community. I'll see you there. Now on to today's show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. So today I'm talking to the podcasting queen, Anne-Marie Cross, about podcasting and live streaming because you are the podcasting queen, but I think you might also be becoming the live streaming queen as well. So my background is I love podcasts. I've been on a number of Anne-Marie's podcasts. I love listening to them, but I haven't started my own yet. And I've just been like dipping my toe into live streaming. So I thought, who better to bring on than the podcasting queen to talk about podcasting, live streaming, the differences, and can you have the best of both worlds? So Anne-Marie, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us how you got into podcasting and why it is so great? 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And yes, you have been a guest on my podcast a number of times. It's been an honour and glad uh, to be able to share. So I started podcasting back in 2008. And so for those of you who remember that time, that was when the global financial crisis hit. And I was working in the career industry. And when it hit, uh, we could see, and I say we because it was a co-host and I that started the show, we could see that the doom and gloom across all media platforms, you know, TV, print, radio, was very much talking about the doom and gloom and it was impacting people's psyche and we knew that things had to change. They had changed and had to change when it came to job search and we knew that if people had an opportunity to get in front of a potential employer or even network and find those hidden job opportunities, what was going on on the inside mentally, mindset-wise, was going to impact how they would come across and find opportunities. So we said, you know, we would need to be a voice of hope and inspiration. And we started Career Success Radio, had no idea what we were doing, but the message and the why we wanted to be, you know, the, the influence and hope. God kind of had, drove us forward. And we did that show for two years and have never looked back since. Yeah, beautiful. And I love your your story. And um, you're so committed to podcasting like that. That's what you do. Um, and now obviously live streaming is part of it. And I remember when I was on your podcast, you're like, Carmen, uh, you know, you're happy for it to be live streamed. I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and um, like you've even introduced me to the program I'm using at the moment um, to do the live streaming. So tell me about your transition in, you know, from podcasting. And it's not exactly to live streaming. It's like and adding live streaming to the mix. So tell me yes. about know how you did that and and yeah. why I did that well why? you know what in all honesty as I was doing more and more podcasts and I was not even using uh, the video platform just to interview guests and it, it kind of it got boring and I'm one of those people that when same old same old and I know that you're a little bit like that too we like <laughs> to challenge the status quo yeah. so how can I change things up a bit so when I realized that zoom you could start to live stream I thought oh that's a different medium. So I just started. The very first time that I started, I made a big stuff up because I was pressed the record button and we were both like there, um, you know, pressed the intro and then went, oh, wrong intro. Let's do that again. And I love that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. uh, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I love that interaction. And again, I haven't looked back since. And, and at that time, I was doing a daily podcast as well, daily, weekly, monthly, and then also producing for my um, alliance partners. And um, yeah, I, I just love that. I just love that the ability. And now, of course, we've got StreamYard where we can integrate and see live comments. And so people can participate. And I love that too. So yeah, anything I, that's I, new, um, yeah, I love to try. You're on it. I remember when I did the first live with you, it was all a bit scary for me. And like um, we did the model where we, we didn't interact with any comments that were coming through. Like that was just yeah. like too much for me to go with. Whereas now I love it when the comments comments come through so anyone who's watching basically I'm going to ask Amory all of my questions if you don't uh, like bring in the comments so I add your comments add your um questions and we'll incorporate that I love how it can be really really dynamic so um that there's those two models of using it so that's I thought we could go through each of them like the advantages of podcasting the advantages of live streaming and then how maybe you can get the best of both worlds and get them together so let's just talk about podcasting. So when you speak about a podcast, what do we mean? 
Well, I typically refer to a podcast as an audio podcast. I know that there's video podcasting. Um, However, I think of audio podcasting and the the beautiful thing about audio podcasting, of course, from a visual aspect or from a presentation aspect is Mm -hmm. you never have a bad hair day. You don't have to worry about what you're wearing and, you you know, you don't have your lippy kind of wearing off. Whereas with video, of course, you really are there. So there's a whole new medium that you have to be mindful of where you don't necessarily have to do that for an audio. Also from a consumption point of view, audio is able to be accessed from your device, which of course you can do via live streaming as well. But because we're not having to look at someone, we're able to participate in the conversation or listen to the conversation uh, when we're doing other activities and it called it kind of a you know secondary activity and I've even heard people say you know I love to listen to audios because I can can tap in while I'm doing housework while I'm running while I'm driving and you can't really do that when you're doing live stream um, and also even from a neuro neuroscience point of view and I know that you're a scientist in, in your background studies have shown that when people are looking to, having to look too much at a screen with visual, it actually causes more stress on the brain, which is why probably now when we've got a lot more networking online and using Zoom, it's causing that, you know, it's amplifying the stress. So I love the fact that people can tap into audio podcasting, you know, not necessarily have to look, but do a secondary activity. And there's something pretty powerful about speaking into someone's head, ears between the ears, Mm -hmm. even while they're doing other activities, because sometimes you bypass skepticism, you know, Know, and that because someone is doing um, a different activity and you're kind of speaking into that. And also it's something else too that I think is a difference between live streaming and podcasting when you are a host that people resonate with and they subscribe to your podcast it gets pushed to their device every time you launch a new show unlike live streaming now unless of course they're online and sometimes you know when we go live on LinkedIn we get a little bit of a pop-up that says so and so is going live if that's not switched on no one will know but in the case of a podcast it gets pushed to someone's device and guess what we carry these around with us everywhere so there's something that's pretty awesome about that as as well so those are you know it's just some of the advantages for sure and and I know when you're talking about your hair I'm like I've adjusted my hair like five times already in this live stream (laughs) I do it all the time it's like oh my goodness like you know it gets confusing because there's a mirror image but I know as a consumer like I consume a lot of podcasts I love podcasts I'm a very auditory uh, learner So I listen to them. And I think the other thing that you've like inferred but you haven't quite said is like this live stream at the moment, how I've got it structured, is um, it doesn't end up in the podcasting apps. Like it, um, I don't no, even know what there the is no place to go to. It's just sitting there. Yeah. So unless people stumble yeah. across it or you've got some form of system that repurposes it, it may never be found. Yeah, whereas when you're talking about the podcast, you know, you're primarily talking about the audio, but you're also talking about something that does end up somehow, and I'm sure you understand how, into all those systems so it can be pushed out. I don't know, I get so excited when, like, I've got a few of my favourite podcasts and I'm like, oh, have they launched, have they released the next one yet? Like, um, I'm waiting with bated breath. Um, So it's pretty cool. So podcasting's awesome. You're the podcasting queen. There's no um, question that you would love podcasting. But tell me about live streaming. What are the advantages Mm. there? 
I love the advantages of live streaming and I'm seeing this and, and even hearing and observing from other people as well. There's something that enables you to build a level of trust that you just cannot build through another platform because you are live here mm. right now. And I, I love to refer and I often do to Edelman Trust Barometer. And, and if you haven't, anyone hasn't heard about that uh, organization, really get onto it because they're doing some incredible work in the industry where they regularly, once a year, they poll, yeah. they survey people from all around the world around the area of trust. And it's come yeah. to, to pass that because of a lot of the mistrust, fake news, all of the stuff going on between the, you know, the debacles with different governments and whatever, we're not going to get into that. But there is a level of mistrust. At the moment, we're in a trust bubble because everyone is looking at all the different aspects, you know, new um, media, they're looking at government, they're looking at industry, they're looking at non, you know, NGOs. What are we, what what are we, what's happening? What are we going to do? All of that. But prior to, to COVID happening, there was a, a level of mistrust. And so as CEOs of our business, we've got an opportunity to be able to speak into a lot of the things which our community is interested. And if our community also is our ideal clients, imagine bringing that forward in a way that they're able to listen, to watch, to engage. But one of the things that I wanted to point out about Edelman is that one, one thing that's now coming across is a little bit of mistrust is that overproduced, looking too studio-like, too TV-like, to, you know, professional um, in the TV studios because there tends to be a bit of hesitation towards media. Is it true? Is it fake news? Are they trying to brainwash us, that kind of thing, which is great for organisations, smaller businesses such as us, solopreneurs, who are able to confidently get out, uh, you know, on screen live and be able to share your story, share your message, that kind of thing, and it creates a level of engagement and trust that I think no other platform is because it's happening here and now. There's no faking it, and people can sense when you're trying to fake something. So that's a huge advantage, I feel. Because so it's like really raw, any mistakes I make, any funny faces, any bad hair days, um, yeah. like it's just all there for everyone yeah. to see. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so the advantages of building trust, tell me about that. I think trust um, is so important because if you don't have trust, uh, no one is really going to invest in you. No one's going to recommend you if you are someone that is known or or you have a reputation that you build as untrustworthy. Something else that I'm going to pull into, you know, it's not just me talking, but Edelman Trust Barometer said that the the way that we build trust has changed, has dramatically changed in 2020. And I think it will continue moving forward, even after we come out of this and that our new normal. And that is trust is built on two things, competence and ethics, competence and ethics. And to me, competence means excellence, doesn't it? It's being good. It's being, yeah. Um, yeah, excellent in what you do. And ethics is all around integrity. It's all around, you know, the aspects of, you know, fairness, equality. And I think organisations, and I'm talking even smaller brands right through to larger organisations, need to ask themselves, are we demonstrating competence in what we do? Are we delivering confidence? Because there's one thing saying something and another thing actually delivering it and living it out day by day and, and top down, you know, 
leadership right down to people working on the floor. And when we talk about ethics, you know, I think it, we're at a stage now where people are sick and tired of being told one thing and, and businesses operating a different way from government all through, you know, different areas. Yeah. And so I think consistently are listening to you, are watching you, because I think an integrated approach is so important these days. So it's not an either or, but an and. Are you doing all of these things and how are you integrating them? Because otherwise, if it's not integrated, not being repurposed, and if you don't have systems behind it, you're going to wear yourself out too thin. So um, I think it's, it's, it's everything. Trust is everything because you know, if I break someone's trust, I'm going to make sure that I do everything in my power to gain that back because, yeah, I think it's so important. You are your word, isn't it, and and your reputation, and so I think that's yeah, important. Yeah, and I, I also often think about, um, I remember when I started producing content, uh, it wasn't live stream but recorded content, yeah. I was always thinking um, it, it doesn't need to be perfect because I'm actually not perfect. <laughs> I might surprise you, but, no, when, when a um, client or prospect comes to me, um, they're going to get the Carmen who has the bad hair days, who says um, occasionally, who who isn't perfect, um, mm-hmm. you know, has has a joke. And so the same Carmen as you see in the live stream is the same Carmen you're going to see if, yeah. like, you are looking at doing work with me. So it's almost like this um, this test of who am I as a person mm-hmm. uh, and, and do we stand for the same things. And, yeah, you know, some so people true. like me and some people don't, but they, they get the good taste for me. Um, mm. uh, you shared with me, like, a podcast. It requires quite a lot of post-production doesn't it and so therefore like it's a bit more polished than a live stream well it can be uh I think audio quality whilst that you have to have a level of audio quality for sure um and so we don't do a lot of post-production with our audio but what I would say to people is to make sure that the the show itself has a purpose you know and that's with live streaming too if it doesn't have a purpose if you if you you don't take people on a journey you know if you don't create a hook if you don't create value and if you don't deliver on the value that you promise that you're going to share well then you're going to lose your audience whether it's an audio or a live stream but I also look at it from a point of view too as to what's the, your customer's journey what's the buyer's journey what piece of content are you creating is it in the awareness stage? Is it in the consideration stage? Is it in the decision stage? And are you incorporating factors that you know are important to your ideal client within that piece of content? And, you know, when we look at our, I call it the podcast profit pipeline, you know, where are people entering in? Are you nurturing that? So there's a whole lot of components within that. So getting back to what you were asking about, is it being, is it polished? I think it has to be authentic and it has to be delivered in a way that is easily consumed so with yes. video if there's a lot of distraction going in 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 the background and I see a lot of this happening too people are putting these these backgrounds you know in the um, um but they're disappearing because they don't actually have a green screen behind them and all of a sudden yeah. they're tall. or they wear something green they do have a green screen and they wear something slightly green <laughs> and all of a sudden you see this talking head you know kind of moving around <laughs> so these, these are all things that you need to consider um yeah a, around, you know, is, is someone able to consume it? And is it the distracting? And sometimes you can be distracting, you know, um, in a way that people just lose 
all, uh, yeah, they, they're not really getting the content because the background is too distracting or the noise yeah. is too distracting. Yeah. You know, the I, I thought about the um, the green screens and the, the fancy backgrounds and some of them look great, but like you said, they have to be executed properly. Yeah. Um, but also part of me um, just wants to show people like the actual real background and sometimes yeah. they do that. That's, that's me too. Yeah, or get me too. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know, like for me at the moment, I might change my mind. I'm prone to that. Yeah. But at the moment it's just like the real, that's just what I want to show. Yeah, um, that's the same with me. I remember doing a um, a Facebook ad. Someone commented, "Oh, look at you sitting there with cupboards and a door behind you." And I said to her, comment and said, "Actually, I did that for on purpose, uh, you know, intentionally because I want to show people that you don't have to have a fancy, fancy." podcasting studio um and you know and so, but someone said to me the other day I love your background it looks so elegant yeah. I go actually this is my office this is where I sit <laughs> it's not a background so and you're going to attract the right people aren't you um and, and deter others you know whenever you put yourself out there podcasting even live events whatever like you're going to um almost like divide people and you know the right people are going to come towards you so we're talking about podcasting and live streaming we're talking about We've spoken about the advantages of podcasting, the advantages of live streaming, uh, but, we, you know, you're a businesswoman as well. We like to get value. Can you have the best of both worlds? Yes, absolutely. And again, you've got to think of your ideal client and or community and, you know, who are they and what are they most likely doing when they're consuming the content? And of course, we live in a bit of a different world than we did prior to what's happened. So a lot more people are now going to be at home being able to consume. So as whereas previously, and I've had someone say to me, you know, previously when I was commuting to work, I was listening to a lot more podcasts because on the train or driving, I could do that. But now that I'm at home, the commute is pretty much two steps, and then I'm, I'm at work. Um, and so, and and so, considering what are they going to be doing? And sometimes now you can have people that are going to be looking at live streams, but some people that may not be able to watch the whole thing. Now, imagine if you were then able to cut that live stream up into shorter videos, and then that directs them to the longer version of the podcast, and then the call to action from the podcast gets them onto your list, and then you're nurturing. So again, the best of both worlds is. What is the outcome? What do you want to have happen? Where are you wanting to position your thought leadership and become that trusted authority in? And is the content that you're sharing, is it engaging? Is it educating? And is it enticing? I call it the seed and lead strategy. So that by the time people who have listened to the topic go, oh, that was fantastic. I'm, I need to get access to that, that that next step is going to continue to um, you know, encourage engagement offline Um, and so these are all things that you need to consider so you can definitely leverage the best of both worlds when you look at your overall strategy it needs to be integrated and it needs to kind of nurture those people through that funnel through that pipeline yeah so there's not one size fits all um, but it's around thinking you know quite broadly about the the strategy and I know that you support people with that so that they're not just you know it's throwing mud at a wall they're actually oh, it, it, it strategies everything yeah. I was just talking to someone the other day you know when you think about all of these workplaces now corporates whose team is really up in the air what a great way to have an internal podcast with a CEO and leaders able to speak into um, 
um, the lives of their team and stakeholders and, and you know, people who are influential. Because this is what I said on a podcast recently, that if, if the leaders of the business don't speak into and share content, people will form their own narrative. And let me tell you that in a crisis situation, a worrying, anxious situation, often the narrative is not empowering. And so, again, you can use a, po- a podcast as a tool, a live stream is a tool, how you use it and the effectiveness of how you use it is going to determine on the planning and the strategy that you use. And it's going to be dependent on your community, on your audience as yeah. well. All these things you need to consider. I, I've never, like, because I've worked in big organisations before, looked at their communication strategies and stuff, uh, a podcast has never been part of it. But, you know. I- Can you imagine if they're going to, if, if the CEO or whatever, and the CEO may have a bit of humour. Can you imagine the team go, oh, it's Monday, fantastic. You know, Bob's going to do, I wonder what he's going to share today. What a great way to connect. You know, maybe that's an opportunity we could do without him, even if it's like a, like a 10 minute, like, little, little thing. Um, yeah. I, I love that. I, I, that's fantastic. And they'll be talking about it. Get them to share. What do you think? Can you imagine if the podcast can also include a chat with one of the team members? You know, what's oh, happening? What are, oh. You know, because, because um, you know, in our team where we're looking, uh, we're always finding innovative ways to get the team to feel more as a team because they're all, yeah. you know, virtual assistants working in their homes and it can be a bit isolating but, like, if the team culture is what we're really um, cultivating. And I think that's a, that's a great way. I could just, like, interview a team member, everyone gets to know them um, and things like that. So so definitely simulating thoughts. Now, in, in terms of, like, the technical stuff, so when, when we did the live streaming and the podcast, um, so we jumped onto StreamYard, we did it live, we didn't do the interactions with people. So we did it like we would do at a podcast. Um mm. So there's that format where you can do both and yes. then there's the other one which um, you can just do a podcast or just do a live. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I tend to do both now, um, which means so what happened was previously I would be recording for the audio and the visual just happened to be there. But now I realise with the power of live streaming that and using StreamYard, I now have a video that introduces and so we just created, had the podcast mm-hmm. graphic with the intro music, which means my production, my audio team now doesn't really need to do any intro, adding the intro. Yeah. They will need to add the outro because when I finish the live stream, I have a video that types in the URL just as a nice way to finish that off. Um, and so, of course, we yeah. would only hear music and the audio. So we we think of those things. But it does become very much now um, a post, well, a, a, pre and, and and during and post-production, thinking of both visual elements and audio elements. And so now what I'm doing quite mm. intentionally, I'm saying to people because I'm showing slides and, and other things within the, the actual content itself. So I will say for the benefit of the people who are listening to audio only, by the way, I'm showing slides. So if you're not yet following us or you want to watch a replay, go and have a look at the show notes because we'll include the video there too. You don't want to miss out because I don't want to break rapport. That's one of the things that I see a lot of people do. They go, well, I'm going to Mm -hmm. run, do webinars and I'm going to do live streams. I'll just strip the audio and I'll throw it onto my um, podcast channel. But the thing is with a podcast, we're listening. So if we're seeing things and we haven't built that kind of we didn't tell them what why we're doing this you'll lose your audience because it's like oh 
it, we, we're secondary citizens then almost, isn't it? Because it's like, well, hang on a minute, we, yeah. we're not seeing anything so we feel like we're missing out. So you always want to yeah. make sure of that. Yeah, so you use the same audio but the person listening to the live stream will listen to that extra message that's meant for the podcasting people and the yeah. podcasting people won't see the picture but they'll hear that message that's directed yeah. for them. And I'll encourage them because... Yeah, that's how I do that. And I encourage them because I want to get them off the podcast and I want to get them off the live stream into my community, you see. Um, mm. And so now I'm intentionally trying to collide those two worlds. That's something else that we that you need to do as well, I find, is that, and I, I did that exactly in this particular episode that's coming out. If I do record something and I'm using it on my podcast, the audio podcast, I'll create a little snippet at the beginning and say, hey, by the way, just wanted to pop in. Coming up, there's an audio, this is a recording that I did. If you're not yet part of the community, go and join us because during that live streaming, because I'm now saying to people, you can become part of the audience when we're live streaming it. So I'm actually trying to pull my audio because one of the things that we don't know is who's listening. So I'm actually purposefully now trying to pull people off the audio audio version and get them into the community so that we can have more interaction. So um, I'm yeah. mindful of that. Yeah. So, so it's all feeding and, and I love how it's evolving. And thank you so much yeah. for sharing with us um, that with us because I love the strategy side of it and everyone's strategy is going to be a bit different, but I just love yeah. to hear how you're doing it because it just yeah. sparks ideas off for, for me and I'm sure it sparks ideas off for other people as well. So we've covered the advantages of podcasting, the advantages of live streaming. You're experiencing the best of both worlds. You've given us some really tangible insights around how you're managing to harness both of them. Mm. Um, And so you're not actually producing twice as much. You're producing something and then being able to um, purpose it across the things. So, I mean, you sparked so, and so much for me, including maybe we could do a podcast just an in-house one. Um, so, you know, we've got just a couple of minutes and I know you are the podcasting queen and can talk about this for ages and you support people one-on-one and, you know, in groups as well. But what, you know, what advice would you have for someone who's sitting there going, Mm, maybe I might start a podcast or a live stream. What advice? Absolutely. Well, start with the end in mind. That is uh, Stephen Covey's, um, you know, um, quote, and it's so important, starting with the end in mind, because a lot of the clients that I work with and even the community, they want to build their reach, they want to build their reputation as a trusted authority, and ultimately they want to generate revenue from the clients that they're getting from that community. So, what I find is that people, 99.9% of people are not w- launching their podcast with the right strategy. So the end in mind is how are you going to monetize that? Something yeah. else that I'm now teaching and I happen to accidentally stumble across this. Um, remember Women in Leadership? I, I'm starting yes. to share yeah, that's, we that's the yeah. podcast that you were on. Yes, and yeah. I actually, yeah, I actually include you because there's things that you said that I'm, that I act because I always listen and, and look at for behavior what's this yeah. behavior and, and does this fit into uh, something mm. we can leverage with businesses and one of the things that you said to me was 
because I asked you, I thought, I'm, I'm interested in you telling your story. So this is what happened. You go, well, I'm going to go and listen to your podcast because obviously you you wanted to prep. And then you messaged me and you said something like, um, oh, that was so funny. I laughed out loud at that guest. By the way, I'm going to binge listen to the rest of the shows, yeah. which often will happen. People will binge listen. People can't binge listen to your live streams because they're not all in one place. And then mm. a lot more energy taken in, in listening, but they can on an audio podcast. And then eventually you actually became a client. But this is what this is what um you did not probably didn't know about women and leadership podcasts i started that podcast after um a business partnership went south and it was the worst mm. business failure i'd ever had so i thought i'm going to interview other women and i'm going to be inspired by them i'm going to learn from them and three episodes in with a podcast that was just started a bit of selfishly because i wanted to to i needed something to you know to yeah. to just take my focus on i got two clients two four-figure clients, and I thought if I can do that accidentally, what could I do or what's possible if I actually documented the steps that I took and what needed to be in place? And it's taken me a little while, but I've now been able to do that, which is what I teach. And so that's now what I say to people is before you launch your podcast, the first three episodes needs to be your thought leadership. It needs to be nurturing your ideal clients, the ones who've put up their hand and said, yes, I'm interested in this, nurturing them through the customer journey and getting them into your pipeline and so often we don't do that you know I've never did that in my previous podcast but that's what I say to people is your first three episodes in fact episode zero has to be with the end in mind where are you positioning yourself and it needs to really start and then that three-part episode becomes that the opt-in you know, and yeah. it gets people off the podcast and onto your list, and then you can start nurturing them through that. And that's why I say to people, start to nurture listeners into leads and inquiries and paying customers from your very first episode, which often is impossible. And one of my clients who who's in the process of now putting hers three-part series together, said to me, you're absolutely right. She stumbled across a podcast episode, was interested because people often listen for the topic, come back for the host. She said, I have no idea who she was. Episode, there was no episode zero. Um, the yeah. first episode was this host interviewing people and she's never said anything about who she is and, and, and what she does, a missed opportunity. Your podcast has to be you know, the message, the theme aligned with where you want to position your thought leadership. And many, many businesses don't do that. They follow a, an outdated, well, it is outdated actually, but mainstream media model, which is getting lots of great content and then hoping people um, will maybe sponsorships or advertisements. But a podcasting space is different as consumers. We do not want to be bombarded by pointless ads, you know, mm. it'll, that again will turn them off. So start with the end of mind, have the right strategy in place. If you want to position yourself as a thought leader, put together a three-part podcast series, which really nurtures people, you know, through that. And if you're wondering, how do I start? Where do I start? Well, I know someone that can actually help you. Um, oh, let me know and I will pass you on their details. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anne-Marie, what? is the best way for people to get in contact with you, stalk you maybe and suss you out a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you can go and listen to my podcast, Thought Leader uh, IndustryThoughtLeaderPodcast.com. I am here on LinkedIn. I know that we are also streaming there, but Anne-Marie Cross on LinkedIn. There's lots of different um, posts that I'm sharing. Um, or PodcastingWithPurpose.com is my main website for the podcasting uh, training and, yeah. and articles as well. That's the best way. 
All right, beautiful. Well, thank you so much. You've been really insightful as always um, and um, really, really giving as well in, in sharing some of your strategies and, and, you know, other strategies that you're using with other people. So I'm feeling really motivated, um, you know, of dip my toe in the water, producing um, some live streams, but I think there's more to go. So thank you so much. You are welcome and thank you. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free five-day money, marketing, and mindset boost masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass.